Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Football Betting Podcast. After, what, three-week break? We're back. We are. We are. Thank you so much for everyone that got in touch. Uh, nothing bad has happened, if, if anything, Tom. It's been great news. Yeah, it has. Um, my partner's had a baby. You've got a new job. So, you know, these kind of things have all come at once. And we've just not had time to do the podcast for literally the first time in what, about two and a half years, really? We've never missed a show, have we, until never. the last couple of weeks? But um, Never. Good excuse. Good excuses, though, I think. Yeah. A, a, new, a new baby and a new job, it's, uh, they're pretty big things. So, uh, yeah, but we're back now, and we're going to, you know, we're going to be more consistent moving forward and manage to, to figure out a few things. So we, we should be back now until, well, until, I don't know, the day we die? I don't, I don't know. No, no, no end date in sight. <laughs> yeah, which is what we like. So um, I do believe on the podcast we last did, we actually won a joint bomb-proof treble, I think, if I remember rightly. So uh, we ended the last little run on a high. So hopefully we can begin this one on a high. Uh, we'll literally do what we usually do. We'll go through all the leagues, Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two, looking at all our highlights and uh, best betting picks of the weekend. Yep, for sure. So uh, it's been a long time, Tom. I, I can't wait to dive straight in. So you want to get started off in the uh, Premier League? Yep, so lots of Premier League to be played on Saturday. I always love it when there's lots of three o'clock kickoffs in the Prem. We've got six uh, this weekend, then we've got a 12.30, a 5.30, and then two on Sunday. So uh, the 12.30, Bournemouth Man United... Let's just quickly look at that. There's nothing particularly which stands out for me for this one. Um, watching brief for me. Anything for you? Shall we move to the three o'clocks? No, no, th- no, actually. Um, <clears throat> I'd side with United. It's an early kickoff and it is a little scary for sure. Um, but for me, Man United, back-to-back away wins, uh, partisan in the Europa League. Wasn't pretty, but got the monkey off the back. Um, Absolutely battered Norwich. Battered Norwich. Um, and now going into a game against Bournemouth, um, you know, no wins in the last five games and haven't won any of the last four against United. I'd side with United here. Um, 23 to 20. Good price for me. I'm, I'm going Red Devils here. Yeah, okay. I can see why. Um, we're recording during, what is it? It's... Um... Wednesday, it's not Wednesday, is it? Is Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, it is Wednesday. <laughs> Lost track of days. It's a, <laughs> it's a Wednesday night we're recording on, um, as we speak, Manchester United are winning 2-1 away at Chelsea in the Carabao Cup as well. So that would be a good win if they can get that one against uh, an informed Chelsea. So uh, I can see why backing it. Bournemouth just don't score goals at the moment, do they? No, no, failing to flatter anyone really. But let's move on to the three o'clocks. Yeah, um, one of the three o'clocks which stands out for me is in the Arsenal against Wolves game, and that's Wolves on the double chance, so Wolves to either draw or win. Wolves haven't been particularly good this season in terms of their form. What I'm kind of going off here is the fact that they always seem to turn up when they play a big six side. Um, Their record against the top six... They've played 15 times against the top six sides. They've won five, drawn five, and lost five. 
Um, we know they went away to Manchester City and won earlier this season. So considering their excellent record and the fact that Arsenal are in a bit of disarray at the moment, aren't they? They've just lost the epic in the Carabao Cup to Liverpool. Um, Granite Xhaka and that whole, you know, throwing the captain's armband, getting booed off by his own fans. It's all a bit... Yeah, it's all a bit Arsenal. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, just, it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah so yeah. all these things combined, I think Wolves to either win or draw is a good price at uh, 11 to 10. Yeah, and um, I know what you're saying, you know, Wolves on the surface of things, you know, haven't been great this season compared to last, but they haven't lost in any of their last five away games in uh, all competitions, so... You know, um, they they do come into this with a bit of form. Arsenal traditionally strong on their own patch. Um, despite what everything's happening, they haven't lost in any of their last eight home games. So that kind of reiterates your point of the double chance. Um, yeah, a draw looks pretty likely. Uh, I would like to add one more price onto that. And it's uh, a both teams to score. So I think... When you look at Arsenal right now, they just scream both teams to score. Um, Wolves as well. You know, um, Connor Cody and Bolly are really struggling this season, but despite Jimenez drawing a blank, they seem to be getting, you know, at least a goal a game at the moment. Uh, double, uh, sorry, both teams to score, seven to 10. Uh, I would add that on to the double chance. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else you'd like to look off from the whole bunch of three o'clock fixtures that we've got? Yeah, there is actually. I <clears throat> excuse me. I would like to have a look at Brighton. Brighton three o'clock kickoff home to Norwich. Uh, Brighton priced at four to six, and it's the home side that I'm siding with. Norwich, uh, despite starting off the season brightly, uh, capturing everyone's imagination with their young players, uh, getting that amazing result over Man City. They haven't won in the, in their last five games in total. Haven't won in any of their last six away games. Uh, they're coming to a Brighton side that has back-to-back home wins: three uh, 0 against Tottenham, three two against Everton. So you know a team that's on form, scoring at home um, against a team that is. I'm not going to say they're in disarray quite yet, mm. uh, but I'm just going to read you some results, and for me. Norwich are slipping under the radar a bit because everyone likes Daniel Fark and everyone thinks they play this this attractive game. But they've lost 2-0 to Burnley, 2-0 to Palace, 5-1 at home to Villa, uh, drew with a struggling Bournemouth and got absolutely battered against a Man United team that is all over the place right now. So for me, that's a shocking run of uh, performances and results. Brighton four to six for me, really good price. Yeah, yeah, that is a good price. Um, one other thing that I like from this lot is Man City on the handicap. They play Southampton. We all know Southampton got battered nine 0 against Leicester. That incredible game. Um, these two sides met in the Carabao Cup on Tuesday night. Man City won three one then, with all of their big guns back. I thoroughly expect that 3-1 to be increased a little bit. Um, I'm going for minus two on the handicap. It's four to six. So that's, you know, Man City winning 3-0, 4-1, something like that. Um, 
you could go perhaps minus three on the handicap, which is seven to five, so a four nil Man City win. Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be pretty for Southampton, to be honest. This is not the kind of game you want, is it, off the back of a 9-0 loss? No, it's not. Uh, but I would I would stop at, at minus two, personally. I think Southampton, uh, you know, everyone's a professional there. Everyone's got an X amount of pride, whether you're James Ward-Prowse and you love the club, or if you're Che Adams and you joined in the summer. Everyone's got pride. Managers got pride. They will not let that happen again. I'm capping it at three, but okay. still a Man City win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anything else for yourself uh, from the Premier League lot? Yeah, uh, one more actually. Um, Watford are improving. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, but they're welcoming a Chelsea side uh, that have no time for um, gentle improvements right now. Uh, Chelsea have been been fantastic. It, it's almost hilarious how much people were panicking um, at the start of the season when you know they lost four nil against United opening day. That seems like it was ten years ago. I know they're as we mentioned losing right now as we're recording T United in the Carabao Cup. But apart from that, Chelsea have been an absolute delight. They've been they've been brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, seven wins in a row. Now they've got a Watford team that haven't won in the last five games, haven't won at home all season. Uh, Chelsea, for me, will get over this Carabao Cup upset if it if it happens. Four to six for me. I think they're going to run riot. Um, yeah. I think you, you're looking at two or three nil here. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree, mate. Um... I don't have anything else, though, for the Premier League. It's a lot of tight games other than that. Um, you know, we're looking at Sheffield United, Burnley could go either way. West Ham, Newcastle could go either way. Villa, Liverpool, you'd expect Liverpool to win, but one to three is the price, so it's not really worth it. Um, and then the Sunday games, I don't really fancy too much either. Palace, Leicester, Everton, Spurs. Yeah. Um... Siding with Leicester, how can you not? Um, against Palace, but Palace is a really tough place to go. Yeah. So eleven to ten is a very tantalising price for a team that won nine nil in their last league fixture on the road. Um, but if you're going to go for Leicester, just just be a bit cautious. Palace is a very tough fixture. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So moving on to the Championship, then. Um, couple of things that I like the look of. One really standout price for me. It comes in the Brentford against Huddersfield game. Huddersfield are the away side. The price at a massive 11-2. to Brentford at home, 1-2. to I really like the price of Huddersfield to score a goal. So at least one goal for Huddersfield, priced at 4-5. to um, They've been in really good form since Danny Cowley came in. They've not lost in the last six games. In head-to-heads between these two games, Brentford haven't kept a clean sheet for the last 10 matches. So that's a really good statistic to back this bet up. Um, And I just think, you know, Brentford aren't this defensive powerhouse. They do concede quite a few goals. They score plenty as well. I just think the form Huddersfield are in, the fact that Brentford do concede, the statistics historically make 4-5 to for Huddersfield to get at least a goal. Fantastic price. 
Yeah. Um, I can never say his first name. Is it Kayern? Kayern? Grant? Carlin. No. Carlin, Carlin Ahern, Ahern Grant, is it? Yeah. I, and mm-hmm. Do you know what? I can never, ever pronounce his name properly. But anyway, Grant, Carlin, Carlin Ahern Grant. Yeah, for me, he is... You know, uh, one of the outstanding strikers in the division. I think you know when you've got him, you got a chance. Couple of the the recent old guard, Hog Schindler, churning in good performances under the Cowley brothers. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with your tip there. Um, all right, let's have a look. I've got a banana skin to okay. uh, give give the profit uh, chasers. It's Birmingham. So Birmingham, um, very quietly and very sneakily uh, edging towards the top half of the league. They're in 11th. Uh, They're actually only two points off a playoff place. Uh, But Birmingham fans getting pretty excited about the prospect of of maybe gate-crashing the playoffs. Uh, They do have an away game um, against Cardiff. Uh, Just a little bit of caution there. Uh, Birmingham a lot stronger at home. Priced at 14 to 5. They arguably are the form team out of the two of these. Uh, but I would just throw huge caution in the way of Birmingham um, at home. They're, they're pretty decent um, away from home. They can be very hopeless. So just wanted to uh, to throw that out there. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. I can see why. Uh, another one I like the look of. It comes in the Leeds against QPR match. It's Leeds to win and both teams to score. Now, QPR, they're doing really well, actually. They're, they, are, they are in eighth, but they're only four points off the top of the league. Leeds in third, two points off the top of the league. Um, QPR just seem to have goals all around them. The last five games have featured 2.5 goals. They've not kept a clean sheet for 24 consecutive games. That is so poor. Um, good job they can score goals because that's terrible Leeds they you know if they play in Ketia they've definitely got a chance of scoring a few goals um, they'll have a lot of possession at home there will be definitely be gaps in the QPR defence for them to exploit I think they'll get on the score sheet a few times uh, but as I say QPR do have that capability of scoring goals and Leeds haven't been as strong at home this season as they have away. So they have conceded a few goals at home against teams that they've played. So I think Leeds could win this one, 2-1, 3-1, something like that. Um, QPR, for me, have got one of my favourite players um, in the league this season, someone that has really stepped up. A Brishi Easy um, attacking midfielder of QPR, their number 10. He has been absolutely scintillating this season he has been my one of my favorite players in the league to watch uh purely because his skill set and the way that he can just ghost past people his vision his his creativity it's an absolute delight and for me honestly i think he's he's on that good a form and that good of a prospect that you know he he alone is a reason why i fancy qpr to score so (laughs) yeah yeah Completely agree there. Let's go for another both teams to score. Uh, this one is a little bit more obvious. Um, again, does lean towards one kind of superstar player as well. Uh, we're looking at Fulham and Hull. 
Um, so we've got Fulham, uh, who are placed in seventh, and Hull 13th. Um, both teams, as we know, um, can score goals. Fulham, it's a little bit more kind of spread around. Um, Hull, it's kind of give it to Jared Bowen and fingers crossed. Uh, Price is 8 to 13. Um, as I mentioned, both teams not shy of scoring goals. Fulham have scored 23 in 14, and Hull have scored 20 in 14. So definitely one there, there should should be both teams to score there. Mitrovic, 11 in 14. Bowen, 8 in 14. Yeah, well, yeah. Two pairs on very good form there. Um, yeah. I don't have anything else for the championship. Do you? No, no. I'm ready for League One. Okay, so diving straight into League One, uh, where else to start other than Peterborough United for me? Uh, they play away at Blackpool. Peterborough currently occupy third in the league, two points off top. Uh, scoring goals for fun, aren't they, really? If you look yep. at the League One top goal scorer charts, it's just it's pretty ridiculous. Um, Ivan Tony, Mohamed Issa, Marcus Madison, they're currently first, second and fourth in the top goal scorer charts and on 11 goals, 11 goals and eight goals. <laughs> Unbelievable. They're not short of a few, are they? <laughs> no, they'll get promoted at an absolute canter if them three keep that, keep yeah. that up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they go away to Blackpool, like I mentioned. They're not really having the best of times recently after a pretty strong start. Uh, at home, they've just won one of the last five games. That came against Lincoln uh, in September. Peterborough, on the other hand, haven't lost since uh, they lost away at Doncaster, again in mid-September. Other than that, they've won five out of the last seven games, scoring plenty of goals. They've scored two goals at least in the last five League One games. So when you're on that kind of scoring form, you've got every single chance of winning the game. They're priced... Uh, very interestingly, at 137 to 100. What? So, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, 137 to 100. So it's over evens. Uh, it's a decent price. What the bloody hell is that? Right, okay, sure. Say Whatever. Th- say 13 to 10, it's kind of roughly that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Mo- moving on anyway from uh, that craziness. Um, oh, little note actually before we move on. I did see that Ivan Tony and Mohamed Issa. I, I'll be honest, I didn't see Madison, but I've seen that Tony and Issa are linked with a host of championship clubs in January. So, Peterborough, it's, uh, it's going to be squeaky bum time as we go through uh, the first month of the year. Moving on, Wickham Wanderers. Um, having a, I mean, it, do you still call 15 games a start? Or has it gone past the start now? It's gone past the start. I think we've got to recognise now and appreciate that yeah, they are... I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. That's It's like being at work and you speak to someone you haven't spoke to since the previous week. Tuesday is the cut-off to say, uh, how was your weekend? You can't be yeah. asking that on a Wednesday. <laughs> it's way, way in the past. And that's what I feel like this is. like when When's the start? end as a start and when does it become just you're right there on merit moving on Wickham uh, home game they're priced at evens not often that you'll get second in the league um, evens at home especially a team who are as good at home as Wickham are um, 
they they have got a bit of a challenge. They haven't lost a single game at Adams Park this season. They are welcoming Shrewsbury, who haven't lost any of their last four away games. So just a little word of caution. This is not going to be, you know, four or five nil for sure. Um, but Wickham, you you got to expect them to to be the favourites here. Uh, they scored eighteen goals in eight home games, which mm-hmm. is is some rate. Akin Fenwer, top scorer uh, with five and fifteen. But Fred Onyedinma is the guy you need to look look out for. Um, a absolutely fantastic talent on the wings or in the ten at League One level. Uh, Wickham, as I mentioned, unbeaten at home this season. It will be difficult, but I expect them to uh, to get the win and their price to evens. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's funny, isn't it? Because they're like the Shrewsbury of this season. You remember when Shrewsbury were really good? Not last season, yeah. the season beforehand. And we were yep. thinking, when's it going to end? When's it going to end? And it just didn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's looking like it could be the case for Wickham this season. Okay, so another one for me is in the Portsmouth-Oxford United game. I like the look of Oxford United on the double chance. The price isn't amazing. It's 8-15, to 15, but... For a team as in form as Oxford to either draw or win away at Portsmouth, who are still struggling down in 16th in the league, um, I think is is not too bad, really. Apart from Peterborough, maybe even more than Peterborough, actually, Oxford are probably the most informed side in League One. Um, scoring goals for fun. Uh, their last few results, 3-0, 2-1, 3-0, 2-2, 3-0. And then one before that, you can add in a 6-0 away win at Lincoln as well. So they're scoring plenty of goals, not conceding many goals. And they're playing on Portsmouth side who, they're just kind of, they're struggling a bit this season, aren't they? They have high expectations. Um, they've won two of the last five games in League One. They, You know, it's just win two, draw two, lose one recently. It's just a bit meh. Yeah, they can't get over it. Either can they? No, they can't. They just no. can't get over their their bad start. I mean, teams have bad starts, but you know it's all about how you respond. And uh, yeah, to, to be honest, Portsmouth they just simply haven't. So yeah, worrying times for Pompey fans. Um, for me, I'm struggling with with anything else in League One. I think there's some some decent opportunity, but do you have anything else? Nothing that's really kind of like leaping out, to be honest. I mean, I'm kind of toying with Fleetwood. Um, Evergreen Paddy Madden. I don't know how long, I don't know how old this guy is. It feels like he's been around for absolutely forever. Um, He has been fantastic this season. He has got 11 goals so far. Um, 29. 29, bloody hell. We've got years left of him. Yeah. Um, Bolton, I mean, I know they're rebuilding and, you know, they started off on the minus, still haven't won at home, uh, which is a little concerning. And Joey Barton's Fleetwood, not the team you want to be welcoming. Um, definitely a, a contender for automatic promotion. 10 to 11. I do fancy Fleetwood, but there's some about. Uh, Fleetwood away from home especially which yeah. which gives me the, the heebies No you're right you're right they're much more uh, 
I feel much more comfortable backing them at home than away from home. They've got a much stronger home record. They've got a very, very, very very good home record. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's look at League Two. You can get us kicked off if you like. Um, We're going to... By the way, do you know if this is a derby? I don't know. Well, not a derby, like a rivalry. Is Crew Port Vale a derby or am I making that up? I've not got a clue, mate. There's something about that fixture that, that's leaping out to me. Hmm. I can hear your keyboard going. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling it for you. Crew, right, Alec- Crew Alexandra rivals. Crew's main rivals, a fellow English football league team, Port Vale. Really? Yeah, you're right. I knew, I knew there was something about it. Right, anyway, so that's added a little bit of spice to this game. Um, we've got Crew Alexandra. Top of the league. I don't think many people expected that, myself included. I think it's fair to say you included too, Tom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, got their big, massive, fierce rivalry with uh, Port Vale on Saturday. Port Vale in 11th. Um, decent at home. They're actually Port Vale unbeaten at home. Four wins, four draws. Away from home, it's been a little stickier. Um, they've, lost, they've lost half their games. They've lost four out of the eight. The other three were draws and just the one win. Um, crew, uh, it's going to be a tough game for sure. You know, um, Port Vale are a little sticky, um, but Crew hasn't haven't lost in any of their last games. Uh, they're top of the league right now, and they got um, Chris Porter again, another player. My God, he must be upwards of fifty, um, up top seven in fifteen. Uh, Tom Lowry for, and uh, Charlie Kirk for midfield, four and three respectively this season. Um, I, I do expect Crew to win. I think it will be tight, uh, but four to five Crew, mm. the outstanding team in the league so far. Yeah, you know what? I, ne- I never knew in whereabouts in the country Port Vale actually was. It's near Stoke, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. It's north of Stoke, and it's it's a local rivalry with Crew. Ah, well, there you go. It's just as big as El Clasico. Yeah, El Cruico or something. <laughs> El Cruico, unreal. <laughs> um, okay, I like the look of a resurgent Scunthorpe side this weekend. They play Tom Walker's worst team he's ever seen live, Stevenage, who admittedly, to be fair to them, have improved since... Um, they're still, sec- still second bottom. We've been yeah. gone for three weeks and they're still second bottom. Yeah, they're still second bottom, but to be fair, they have won. In the in the league, they've they've won what two two out of the last four games, uh drawn the other one. So, you know, it's it's not too bad compared to how they were doing. It's just their away form, which is absolutely woeful. Um away from home, they've lost three out of the last five, one none. Scunthorpe at home, they've really started to turn things around after a really poor start to the season. They're unbeaten in five, winning three, scoring three goals on each of those occasions, drawing the other two. Um, you know, they've they beat Exeter 3-1, who are up there in the league. They've beat Northampton 3-0, who are doing well. They've drew two, drew one all with Bradford, who are up there in the league. So at home, Scunthorpe certainly seems to be putting in good performances at 9-10, to 10. I think they're a decent bet to get another three points this weekend. 
shows how bad their start was, doesn't it? That yeah, it they yeah. they've picked up and you know they're only third from bottom still. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a long it's a long old way back in the for uh, <laughs> for uh, teams like that. So yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, agree with your tip. Um, uh, let's have a look at. I feel like a bit of a vulture, to be honest. Morecambe. Absolutely crap. Terrible. Such, honestly, I think we've, I've asked this before. I would absolutely love a Morecambe, a Morecambe fan to get in touch um, with the show. And I'd even invite them on the show to shed some light into what it's like being a Morecambe fan. Mm-hmm. That every year they finish the bottom four, maybe. This year, they're 16 games in, they're fully bottom. So this year, I think, is the year they finally go. Um, they're hosting Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient, away from home, nothing special. Pretty average, to be honest. Played eight, won three, drew two, lost three. So pretty average. Um, but you're looking at Morecambe's home record, and it's, it's dreadful. They've lost um, their last three matches at home. And they have played 11 home games in a row without winning. It, it's the Globe Arena is not where you want to be if you're a Morecambe <laughs> fan right now. Um, Leighton Orient, you know, um, bit of a Jekyll and Hyde on the road. For every 4-0 away win to uh, Grimsby, there's a 4-0 away loss at Plymouth. And for every... One nil away win at Northampton. There's a three nil loss at Wimbledon. So <laughs> this is a a little ropey uh, for Orient. That as I mentioned, they're very hit and miss. But against a team that hasn't won in over ten games on their own patch, you got to be leaning towards the O's. Six to four. Yeah. Morecambe are crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I've not got anything else. Do you? No, and I I always feel bad when we don't have as much in League Two because we have League Two fans that you know want to speak to, uh, they want to listen to us talk about their team. But you know, there, there just isn't. Uh, League Two has been really tough this season for betting. Yeah, really it's, tough. It's not there, and we've given three things, which is. Not bad. Yeah, not bad, not bad. But yeah, anyway, let's move on. Um, I don't, I don't see, I don't think we should review the last treble. Do you? Feels no. like it's about a million years ago. Yeah, no. So let's, so let's um, look at this week's trebles then. Uh, I've got one. Can I start? Bloody hell! Yeah, sure. You're right. <laughs> You're quick out of the traps. Yep, keen. I'm very keen today. Moise keen. Let's go. (laughs) So, I'm looking at Huddersfield to score a goal, at least a goal against Brentford. It's four to five. Then in League One, Peterborough to win away at Blackpool, 137 to 100. (laughs) (laughs) And in League Two, we're going to go for Scunthorpe to beat Stevenage at home. It's nine to ten. An example ten pound stake would pay eighty one pounds return. Five pound stake would pay forty pounds fifty pence. 
Uh, uh, mate, don't forget that 50 pence. No, every penny counts. Yeah, it does, mate. What can 50p get you these days? Well, not a lot. Not a lot. lot. (laughs) Not a lot, to be honest. One for Andrew Craig instead of five. Definitely agree with your tips. Um, Obviously, we read them out on the show, and um, yeah, everything. If it goes our way, that should be a, a nice little learner, that one. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I have a treble of my own. Um, it's called The Blues. It's called Singing The Blues, and it's just because everyone I've picked is uh, just in blue, to be honest. No no, uh, no amazing, special kind of creative name. It's just everyone wears blue. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to start off in the Premier League, and we are going to go for Brighton and Hove Albion. They're at home to Norwich. Uh, priced at four to six. We're going to go for Wickham Wanderers in League One. Uh, they are at home to Shrewsbury and priced at evens. And then we're going to go into the 530 Premier League and we're going to go for Chelsea away at Watford, priced at four to six. Um, £10 on returns a quite easy, a quite pleasing to look at, £55 and 55p. Oh, that's nice. Isn't it? I yeah. don't know why. It's just nice. Yeah, five dot five nice. five dot five five. Yeah, um, yeah. I appreciate that price and return. Yeah, exactly. So Brighton, Wickham, Chelsea. Um, just to reiterate, um, the um, we hope that our tips will help you earn some money uh, this weekend. But we only recommend you putting on what you can afford to lose. So if you can't afford to lose £10, please bet responsibly. Don't put £10 on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll look at a joint treble then, shall we? Yes. Um, mine, I'd like to nominate the Huddersfield tip, so Huddersfield to score. Absolutely. Keeping with the blue theme as well. Yeah. Like it. Um, for me, I, I, like, um, I like Chelsea. I think Chelsea are my strongest tip. Do you say they're four to, four to six, did you say? Four to six, yeah. Um, yeah. Then I, I think we should take Brighton. Yeah, you like that, do you? Yeah, Norwich are terrible. Norwich are crap. Four, four to six, did you say? Uh, yeah, four to six again, yeah. So you want to put that together. And uh, so whilst you're doing that, I'll just read it out. So it is Brighton um, at home to Norwich at uh, four to six. Uh, then we've got Chelsea away at Watford. That's the five thirty kickoff. Don't forget, uh, four to six. What was the price on Huddersfield again? Four to five. Then we've got Huddersfield to score uh, Brentford four to five, and that pays. I'm absolutely love this. It's just meant oh. to be. The numbers are so good. A ten pound stake returns yeah. fifty pounds exactly. Oh my god. Not oh. a single penny over, not a single penny under, exactly £50 return. I love it. I love. I tell you what, though, I do enjoy that yours returns 50p, mine returns 55p. Do you know what I love doing with those little bits of shrapnel in my online account? I love chucking it on like a centre-half to score first. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. yeah. Yeah, 40, 40, 45 to 1. I just chuck it on in the live game and hope a big... Harry Maguire header comes yeah. in, but anyway, yeah. Um, fingers crossed, like you said, Tom. We're coming off the back of a win, 
um, yeah. the joint treble. So fingers crossed we can uh, we can reiterate that. So Absolutely. let's move on. Let's talk about fancy football. Been a while. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I feel like we've not talked about it for a bit of time, but actually the league has changed quite a bit. There are plenty of new faces and names in the top 10. Uh, the lead is still the same. You can pronounce the name, Tom. No, How I can't. Name? Uh, well, the first bit, it says Madrid, and then it's out. So I'm going to call him... Oh, no, sorry, that's his bloody team name, stupid idiot. Um. I'm going to call him Ridou. So, Edward Ridou, Edward Ridout, however your name is pronounced. Sorry, we know you've tweeted in as well, asking if you can cash out a free bet. <laughs> so apologies, because you will be listening. Apologies that we've probably slaughtered your name again. Um, yeah. We've got, he's leading the way, 32 points ahead of Dan Lynch in second place. And we've got Francis Price, mega 106-point game week last week. Uh, in third place, Callum Nags, David Arias, Luke Birchall, Nathan Brunskill, Darren Venn, Bugil Braith, Jason Jarrett. Uh, lots of nice and easy to pronounce names there. So thank you for being in the top 10. <laughs> again, again, you stopped at Sanj Birdie Mystery, which I noticed. <laughs> you, honestly, profit chasers, you should look at the league and note where Tom stops every time he stops <laughs> just before a complicated name. But anyway. Uh, I've got some news, fancy football. Oh yeah, I'm I'm coming. Are I'm you really? Coming. I'm coming. Do you know where I am? I'm 86. You what? I'm 86. I have absolutely cantered. Wow! Absolutely. I went up from last week. I went up from 141st to 86 in one game week. Because you had Leicester players. I had so many Leicester players. I had Chilwell, Vardy. Uh, yeah, I had, I can't even remember now. I'm just so excited. Yeah, you got oh, Shemichael, Sterling. Yeah. yeah, I killed it. Wow. I killed it. You did yeah. very so well. I went, I went up by about a billion places. So I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming for the title now. So what are you on? You're on 524 points. I'm on... 549 points. So you're not even that far behind me anymore. See? Where are you? I'm 41st. Oh, mate, you've got the luxury of being on the on the first page yeah, of, the, uh, of the team. Just. <laughs> just. <laughs> Your team, by the way, is so bloody... You are the reason why... Oh, Matt, you still got Timu Pucky in there. No, I Get haven't. over I haven't. it. I haven't I haven't anymore. The, right. po- the pookie party is over. He's been yeah, out for this game week. He's crap. Like, uh, <laughs> he's crap. He's but not anyway, crap. I'm, he is crap. He's rubbish. Rubbish. He's he not, is, mate. He's, he he's is. just not going to be as good as he was at the start of the season. No, he's crap. That was, an, that was an anomaly, clearly. How many goals has he got? About six, I think. Right, I bet you finishes under twelve. No, he won't. He'll get more than twelve. Okay, all right. I, we're not going to put any money on it. I just started a new job. You've got, you've had a baby. But just for, just so the profit chasers know, I think he's he's not going to get more than twelve this season. 
Okay. Um, well, yeah, guys, if you do want to join our Fantasy Football League, we'll put the league code in the description of the podcast and we'll give it to you on social media as well. There's a £20 free bet for whoever is top of the league come at the end of the season. Yes, guys. So uh, if you want to follow us on social media as well, you can do. Um, T underscore FB podcast uh, is our Twitter handle. That's the best place to get at us. Um, the Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast uh, is great. And we are still open, even though we've been disappeared, uh, even though we disappeared for three weeks, we're still open for sponsorships for the season. Uh, so if you know anyone that would be interested, please email us footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com so we can quit our jobs. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think that's everything. Thank you for listening. We hope you are still listening and you've not all just got off to another rival podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll soon see when these, these this week's figures come in. But uh, yeah. those of you who do remain, thank you for sticking with us and uh, just bearing with us whilst we've been on that brief little hiatus. Uh, we're back now and we hope you've enjoyed this show. We hope you are going to get some winning bets this weekend and we'll see you next week. Yes, guys. Thanks for listening. As Tom said, thanks for your loyalty and uh, take care.